a long time ago in a century that is starting to feel far, far away. A secondary character gained mythic status in the Star Wars trilogy. Regardless of his apparently unceremonious death in the stomach of the Sarlacc on Tatooine, fans were enraptured by the silent bounty hunter's presence, an intimidating and an independent player in the battle for the galaxy that nicely sat as Han Solo's foil. We are of course talking about Boba Fett, whose journey continues in the series Book of Boba Fett. first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Just a flesh wound. Axe on, hat. Axe off. I know Kung Fu. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. They're here. All the earth. Come out to play. I ate his liver with some fava beans. Nice candy. Green, for lack of a better word. Is good. Show me the money. I drink your milkshake. The snozberries taste like snozberries. How do you like them, Max? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. These guys are 11. I'll be back. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. It wasn't the airplanes. It was beauty killed the beast. I'm not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Jabba ruled with fear. Intend to rule with respect. Welcome everybody to Pop Culture. I am Scott. I'm Jason. And I'm Monica. And we are, of course, talking about the epic that is the book of Mandalorian. Sorry, Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> um, the book of Boba Fett. Uh, um, needless to say, I was a little bit excited. I yes, you I were. sort of gathered that. Hmm. I've been, I have been carrying on about this for over a year now. <laughs> Was it everything I wanted? No. Am I happy with it? Yes. That's where I stand on it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a, quite what I was expecting, but I'm at peace with it because I got more Boba Fett. I think that's a very balanced and sensible approach to look at Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just, uh, look, 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 Mr. Favreau, I'm, I'm just grateful for any scraps you're happy to give me. <laughs> and considering you and Dave Filoni obviously locked yourselves in a room and for the final three episodes of the show, we're just like, how can we give people the most Star Wars-y Star Wars that's ever Star wars <laughs> That, like, was it the second? No, it was the... Yeah, the second last episode, that was just like, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> you like Luke? Have some Luke. You like Ahsoka? Have some Ahsoka. Oh, what? Cad Bane? Sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disney having a 
fucking fire sale. It was fantastic. <laughs> Do you want Boba yeah. Fett? You're going to have to wait. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he did feel yeah. a bit sidelined at the end. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Um, I'm extremely happy to get two episodes of Mandalorian out of this. So there's that. Um, but unfortunately, that does come to the detriment of telling Boba Fett's story and his climb to power as the daimyo of Tatooine replacing Jabba the Hutt. Um, I loved how the season started off when he was in the desert with the Tusken Raiders. I would have loved to have seen the whole season just stick with them. It would have been amazing. Oh, yeah. You could like, just do it as like, a, a prequel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm happy with the rest that I got because Anything with um, Fennec Shand, I want it. So... <laughs> She's getting her Lego figure soon. Oh, good. I'm so, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it did make me sort of question as the story kept um, going on and on, well, is the character of Boba Fett um, enough of a standalone one to have his own story? And while I'm really happy with the overall season, it does make me sort of question, may, maybe not, maybe he's better placed as a supporting character. You ready for my point? Yeah, go. go. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> okay. Boba Fett worked from his silence and simple gestures when you look back at the films. Yeah. Okay. It, it created this air of menace that was supported by the fact that he'd easily comment to Vader going, you know, he's no use to me dead and things like that. So he had this presence that seemed beyond what everyone else was dealing with at the time. And he was also the one who helped capture Han Solo. You know, just... Outsmarted Han Solo. Yeah, outsmarted Han Solo. However, we get to this show... And I actually think it slowly destroyed the mystique of the character. By the time he got to the end of it, we'd gone through Boba Fett's midlife crisis of <laughs> trying to come to terms with what he is and, you know, what's he going to do now that he's old and you know, sort of severely injured but healed. Um, and he even comes across as a little bit pathetic in some of the fighting sequences. It was weird because in The Mandalorian, he was he, he was really good. <laughs> he was an unstoppable killing machine. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he's like... He's asked quite a bit in this. Yeah, he, it, it seemed weird. And I actually think it took away from what Boba Fett is. But I think the problem ultimately came from, and it's really apparent in the, in this show, all of those features were given to another character, and that was the Mandalorian. Yeah. So when you watch that show, The Mandalorian, he is doing what Boba Fett did in Star Wars. Mm. And so suddenly we've got the two together. Mandalorian's going to be the one that's carrying it. He's got to stay the same. Boba Fett's going through his midlife crisis and talking much more than he ever did and reflecting and <laughs> you know, probably getting close to crying in spots, I guess. But it, it, it just didn't feel the same for me as what the mythos behind that character had been created before this show. And so I don't think they had room to move. And mm. I think that's what you're seeing in the show. They didn't how, where can you take Boba Fett when the Mandalorian has already replaced him a little bit? Mm. Yeah. He is literally the new shiny thing. Yeah. And yeah, he, he's, he's, he's got the armor. He's, he's got his best guy armor. People see. But he's also got that presence. He he doesn't. Yeah. A lot of his, a lot of the Mandalorian show isn't him talking. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say Mando doesn't talk much at all. No, and so 
that makes it every, every time he says one thing it's sort of like a lot more weight behind it but then boba fett's talking away about things about you know honor and respect and you know doing things right and it, it actually i don't think there was enough of a connection and maybe monica's onto that in the whole deal with the tuscan raiders we didn't really see the character change mm. enough or to see how he changed character um it just seemed weird that he was suddenly like that when there was no indication prior. And I know the Tuscan Raiders getting killed was the part of the reason in them saving him, but it just doesn't doesn't settle into it. It's almost like they rushed the show. I think this thing is right because I obviously Boba Fett nut, and I've read all the the books which are now no longer canon. Thank you, childhood wasted, but. Um, he was always portrayed like this in the books. Okay. And that was what they tried to, I think Lucas, like all that mythos had been built prior to the prequel trilogy. So Lucas really tried, I think, with Django Fett to be like, he was slightly more honourable and to what you kind of imagine the villain would be. So reading the books, he was always this kind of like based on a samurai kind of mentality. Yeah, so no I way. was like, oh, yeah, of course. It it just, like, it was that Boba Fett that I had read as a kid. I see what you mean, and definitely in the portrayal of the character of Jango Fett in the prequels, I mean, he's very courteous to Obi-Wan Kenobi um, in Attack of the Clones, you know. Yes, it, he's hiding his identity, but he knows that, you know. Well, he doesn't um, lie to him once. He doesn't lie to him. Yeah, exactly. And he's polite and honourable and even though his death is unceremonious, just like his son. That's <laughs> what we think it is. Um, yeah, if, if when you put it like that, that's that's really good to know. But unfortunately, it's not something that's maybe translated over because maybe not, a, yeah. not enough people are aware of that kind of rich history that comes with the character. They only know what they see in the films. Which is why yeah, I think a lot of the show is fan service. Like, it's... Mm. Mm. A lot of this show, like even just like to Cad Bane, like the rivalry that they share in the Clone Wars, it's for people who stuck it out through all of that stuff <laughs> to see like that loose end tied off where it was like, oh, one day Bob, it's going to kill that motherfucker. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it really, I think, yeah, it, it, they were trying really hard to please people like me, but at the detriment to everyone else's previous understanding of the character. Yeah. But I have to say, Cad Bane, uh, that still worked for me. Oh, yeah, it was without, great. Without much yeah. knowledge behind it because we didn't get too much. We didn't weren't given too much about him, but you could feel and see his actions oh, the take us to that point of the conflict, and it just made sense. Um, mm. I just, like I said, it just felt like he's Boba Fett having a midlife crisis. Mm. And I, it never really pulled away from that. Um, but that's for the character. I mean, when I talk about the show, it's sort of like, well, uh, the best episodes for me were probably the last three, yeah. of which 66% is the Mandalorian. And yeah. it, it sort of just shows how that much. That was it... still, I think, yeah, I, I agree. I think there was a was an odd pacing issue with like mm. the flashback stuff. Like, I really love the Tuscan Raider stuff, but then yeah. I'd get invested in you doing 30 minutes on one and then 30 minutes on the other. There's no sort of 
flow to them. It's just like, okay, we're getting half of this now and then he's going to wake up in a minute and we're not going to know what happened there until next week because it, mm. they were really rigidly divided into these. Mm. It wasn't sort of flow back flashbacks. It was like really getting 30 minutes above it now. Oh, wait, now we're having a flashback till the end of the episode for the first episode, <laughs> then yeah. flashback, then present day. And it was really odd. Like it, 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 they were trying so hard, I think, to be like, it's Boba Fett. But they didn't know <laughs> what to do with him. Yeah. I can't help but feel as well. I, I loved the last three episodes as well, but I felt that um, reuniting Grogu and um, Mando as well also took away a little bit of the emotional element that we see at the end of Mandalorian season two. Um, it's one thing for him to never think that he's never going to see Grogu again, but Din Djarin knows exactly where he is. And he can go and see him any time. So I, just I think felt like I think I know what happened there. <laughs> Bear with me. This is my theory of what happened there. Yep. Kathleen Kennedy took Favreau into a little room and was like, <laughs> "Do you know how much money we're making on Grogu toys right now? And you don't <laughs> want to bring him back for season three of Mandalorian? How about you rectify this little mistake you've made?" <laughs> Uh, which I think I was so happy with the end of Mandalorian and saying goodbye to Grogu and then like, okay, yeah. cool, we're moving on now with the bigger conflict. Like it's now going to be about the politics of Mandalore. Mm -hmm. Is he the king of Mandalore now? What's going to happen there? Mate, this puppet, you've, you're onto something. Don't throw away this cash cow just yet. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's a shame. Am I happy they got reunited? I absolutely am. I think they're a, a fabulous pair. Um, of characters, but it just felt so emotionally complete at the end. And Grogu was off doing his own thing and training to be a Jedi, which we got to see a little bit of with Luke and, Ahso and Ahsoka. But yeah, the fact that he just sort of slotted in, it just sort of completely took away from that very emotional ending. And I was just like, that could have been end of season three of Mandalorian when he's gone through a different emotional journey. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, the it basically said they're hanging on Grogu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of this stuff. And I I sort of get it. And but it it sort of really removed everything out of uh Boba Fett's story completely mm. having it in there. I mean, I to be honest, I enjoyed it more than most of the episodes seeing the Mandalorian, but I I mean I would have been happy to see that in the Mandalorian as a series. Same. Uh, the crossover wasn't absolutely necessary, and maybe it's sort of hinting at a lot more crossovers. And who knows? Well, maybe they're, they're, they're getting, doing a Marvel the thing. Show, you know? We're getting. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you know, all maybe the stuff that's all this post Jedi. Yeah. So maybe something is converging that we're unaware of yet. Uh, but yeah, it just showed that Grogu's the star of the new Star Wars series. It's easy, it's easy. <laughs> it's all about Grogu and not about you know a new baby oh. rain car. <laughs> Just tearing the rain car. Oh. Yeah. oh, that was awesome. <laughs> it's a little King Kong moment there. Mm -hmm. That was yeah. so good. <laughs> I thought of you, Scott, when I saw it on the top of the building. I'm like, oh, I like King Kong. <laughs> I was yeah, like, Scott was on top of the couch going, yeah, yeah well, I was. I was. <laughs> You should have seen it when, um, when there were, like, 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 there were moments in this. Like, don't get me wrong, I've got problems with the show. It's nowhere near as good as The Mandalorian season one and two were brilliant. 
two especially holy crap yeah. this was nowhere near that caliber at all and i think because it felt kind of like an afterthought afterthought i think they're like cool we're getting boba fett in mandalorian season two well you know we've got tomorrow morrison let's just go make that not only that as well i can't help but feel some of the plot points um in the book of boba fett as well which was about the spice trade i immediately um compared it to june which happened to come around at the same time. Yes, um, June was there first, and Star Wars has definitely taken inspiration from June, but they both got spice. <laughs> the spice must flow. True, the spice must Except flow. One's, a, one's an illicit drug, and the other one's the key to space travel. <laughs> <laughs> but I, With I just, hallucinogenic properties. Yeah, I, I just thought it was um, a little bit funny that, you know, that's a really big recurring theme that we've just gotten, you know, back to back into huge um, blockbuster mm. type events. Well, I think it's how much that Lucas owes to Herbert, I think. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, they they not made a nod directly to it. Mm. Uh, mm. I mean, the Sarlacc essentially is a sandworm. And, True. Um, then I think it was in, was it the last Star Wars film? I can't remember, or I can't remember which one it is because the last three just sort of are a weird blur word. together for you. Um, but yeah, they jump between places in light speed, light speed jump. Oh, the big worm comes out of the cloud. Yeah, and there's a sandworm yeah. for a moment there, and that's purposely there, I think, as a nod to Dune. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's well and truly recognized by Lucas very early on. Mm. Tatooine alone, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Dune Sea. <laughs> um, yeah, but those those like there were moments in this that I was genuinely like, in like a kid, like I got so excited. The end of episode, how many episodes were there? Seven, seven. Yep. So end of episode six when Cad Bane showed up, I was like. Like I was up on the like on the couch, like holy shit, holy shit, oh oh no, because <laughs> totally totally dead, right? <laughs> yeah, I think and Jess is like, Vance. what are you babbling about? And I'm like, it's Cad Bane, and she's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know what it meant, but uh, you, they did it effectively enough to under you you got the weight of his appearance. And again, yeah, but like it's... he's like he's like such a main villain through the entirety of the Clone Wars and oh, I... in the Bad Batch and stuff. Like for me, it was just like, <gasps> was oh, I get that. Uh, like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But it was also how effectively they did it because mm. I I didn't know all of that, but he still had the weight of the character displayed yeah. there. And interestingly, I have to say, I love Rodriguez. But he was the weaker of the bunch in the direction of this. <laughs> who do we who uh, do we get? Filoni smashed it as he yeah. usually does. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, I think, is the uh, MVP with that. Uh... Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she she's is great. Yeah. She has a couple um, of episodes of Mandalorian, but, well, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. 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 The um uh, the episode with the 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 Seven Samurai episode of the first season. Yeah. Yeah. No, trains she, the villagers. Yeah, she's a far better director than actor, just like her father. <laughs> Even though oh, actually she's probably now. a better director than he. Is. I was gonna say now, now. <laughs> yeah, now these days, yeah. I think I'll take Richie Cunningham over <laughs> most of uh, Ron Howard's direction. No, I. Oh. 
I think he was just Did playing you himself. See Inferno? But... What a piece of shit. <laughs> no, huh? I know, I know. I mean, but in saying that, he does have a few okay ones. It's like, but she's trying to be much better. Ultimately, oh, it's phenomenal. Give give her far, a feature. Christ, yeah, far more nuanced and um, uh, yeah, surprising. But and that this is really what I couldn't get my head around was the fact that. I love Rodriguez. I love a lot of the stuff he's done, mm. and he was the weak link in the, in the series. It, it was really bizarre. Mm. Um, I still can't accept the mods. I'm afraid it, it just didn't fit in there. <laughs> it was Space like watching. Shipsters. Yeah, let's go for a slow motor scooter chase. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, some of that stuff felt a painting felt a little bit off. Oh, mm. oh, I felt like I was watching the Star Wars version of the Crystal Skull, to be honest. It was just this weird <laughs> out of sorts part chucked in. There. It was <laughs> like, the nah. the ass head driving <laughs> the car. <laughs> 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 I was um I, I was reading um a couple of articles about um the use of Mark Hamill's voice um for the recurring Luke Skywalker mm. pieces. So my understanding is it's actually just Robot cut. Hamill. Robot Hamill, and I was just like, just get Mark Hamill to do it. They did He's... it for Mando and it was fine. Yeah, he was great. Mark yeah, Hamill they developed an, an artificial intelligence and made it watch. Four, five, and six, and then uh, fed it the script, and it duplicated Mark Hamill's voice. For which it doesn't sound right. Like when I was listening no. to it, I'm like, "Is he having an off day?" Or no, it was very flat. It was very, very flat. A lack of emotion. <laughs> and we sort of, I think we were, but we were between recording. We were talking about this last time, mm -hmm. and Jason put forward the idea that, like, realistically, now we could just get, they could just keep bringing people back to life. Yeah. yeah, they they could. I mean, they shouldn't, but they could. Sebastian stands right there. Exactly. Looks just like Mark Hamill. <laughs> I'm sure we'll do Maybe it. Maybe he perfect Mark Hamill's delivery. I mean, really, yeah, it's part of acting is being able to mimic things. Mm. And, you know, you listen to Mark Hamill do Harrison Ford. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's he's, he's quite good at it. Quite good. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> It can be done, and I don't see why they don't go down that track because it's, as you said, he looks enough like him. Yeah. Uh, I think people will accept it if it's done well. And hey, if I'm willing to take Aldrich Earnwright as Han Solo, I can. I'll take yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Why not? And uh, like, know, it's the... not it's not that big a deal, right? Like, nope. We were oh, all totally cool with Ewan McGregor playing Alec Guinness. Mm -hmm. He did a bit more mimicry that worked. <laughs> he was. Yeah. That show like is going to be good. Yeah. He's able to mimic Alec Guinness. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, make, I lost my train of thought there, but you, you did bring up something about. Um, the robots. <laughs> the robots. <laughs> Bringing people back from the dead. No, it wasn't that. Nah. Anyway, leave it for now. I'll come back yeah. to me. Um, okay. Uh, in that case, can we talk about the um, score for a second? Because I thought the music was amazing for Boba Fett. And yet that 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 theme, because it. it's it's Ludwig mm. Göransson. You, I I was like, oh, Mandalorian was so much better. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I I love both of them as well, but there's something a bit more, um, I guess, 
the the, the, the sort of monkey <laughs> chanting yeah drums yeah. to Boba Fett. Yeah, I, I just I, for some reason it, for me it just really it seems to suit sort of like the arid deserts of like Tatooine and all that kind of stuff. Mm. I, I I really enjoy the music. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, it, yeah, I I'd, I'd put it down to the music being that effective. I didn't quite notice it. Mm. Um, I I do remember all that sort of chanting and the rah sort of chants mm. or primal parts of the music and uh, yeah it it obviously was suiting what was going on because mm. it sort of blended in i guess with what i was seeing and hearing uh sound effects wise so um yeah i th um i think my biggest problem with the show and as cool as it was to see cad bane again and stuff like that the show really does have a villain problem there's no sort of, there's nothing for Boba Fett to go up against. And Cad Bane's almost introduced as the last minute, like, ah, but he's still working for someone I could care two, two shits about. Like, yeah, I thought it was going to go somewhere mm. with the um, two remaining Fets, but then they just moved off planet. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I the said, hearts. it was an internal journey of midlife crisis. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even that go was the resolution at the end. <laughs> Boba Fett buys a red Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they've. Um, have you seen the, uh, the Disney? Disney has completely dro dropped uh, the name. It's now just Boba Fett Starship. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. Not. Not to call it Slave One. <laughs> oh, that's that's silly. Sorry, I'm going to say that. That's a silly. That's a silly. <laughs> It's a machine. <laughs> You're not allowed to say slave anymore. Mm. Um, what do we all think about pigs being unable to fly? That was uh, that seems to. <laughs> oh yeah, the Gamorrean guards are replacements yeah. for the stormtrooper. Touched a touched a, a chord with the uh, <laughs> with the internet community. <laughs> yeah, it certainly did. And we only got exactly one Wilhelm scream in the in the entire. <laughs> Uh, there was a, was a lot I liked, especially every other oh, scene where I'm like, "Honey, check out the new Lego set I'm gonna get." So. <laughs> oh, look! At, at the end I of the day, I can't wait for the Boba, Boba Fett riding a, a Rancor Lego <laughs> set. Oh, look! Um, we might have picked at this a little bit, but there's still a lot to enjoy about the season. Like, I I would happily watch it again. <laughs> yeah, it it had issues, but like, it's still star wars that i loved it's not star wars that's making me feel kind of like mm. not like <laughs> i don't like sand no i'll fuck it like i'm not no i'm talking about, <laughs> no, I'm talking about talking later than that <laughs> i'm talking 789 rewatching them recently made me think that like solo is a masterpiece that people just aren't giving enough time to hey that's ron howard <laughs> Huh? That was Ron Howard. We've come full circle. Yeah, we have. <laughs> and how much better would it have been if his daughter directed it? Oh, absolutely. Would have been I amazing. Talking about solo and things, I could do a whole other thing about that. But yeah, that that was a wasted opportunity, but still enjoyable. It's, yeah, still like a, like a lot yeah. better than some Star Wars. So ultimately, it's like. Hey, Favreau, Filoni, I'm I'm still on board. I still enjoyed it. I'd watch it again happily. 
if Disney ever intends to release this stuff on Blu-ray, I'll buy it. <laughs> like, I was still immensely satisfied with it because it's the Star Wars that I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting the feeling that Kenobi is going to easily... Yeah, I think Kenobi's going to demolish it. <laughs> I think it's crossed. I think I think uh, I think honest, bring, honestly, bring. I think Kenobi. I think Ahsoka might be like this. I'm worried. I right. think it could easily fall down the fan service pit. Hmm. I think Andor is going to be something special when we finally get to see it. I think that might be the darker edge Star Wars that uh, that could be really interesting to watch. The um the spin off to Rogue One. Yeah, that'd be good. And Diego Luna's fantastic. So he's a he's a fabulous actor yeah so there is good stuff there's there's more stuff on the way it's cool it looks like they've sort of shelved film uh any uh the rogue rogue squadron Mm. rogue squadron one yeah it looks like they've 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 done away with that who's going to do that one catherine bigelow (laughs) huh did you say who yeah it was patty jenkins that's right what did I say, Catherine Bigelow? Oh, jeez. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I was no. going, Catherine uh, Bigelow, what, what are you talking sorry. about? It'll be a dark, <laughs> introspective look about the life of a stormtrooper. The Earth Locker. The stormtroopers. Also, <laughs> <with> Jeremy Renner. <laughs> How sick would that be? This is one of these uh, rebel-made bombs. <laughs> To the oh, back yeah. of a speeder yeah. on Coruscant. <laughs> so, um, yeah, oh, surprised they shelved. Uh, Sorry, Rogue Squadron, though. Yeah. yeah, it looks like they've they've some some issue with her and Wonder Woman and what she's going to do. I think Wonder she's Woman. like. I think she's reneged on it. I don't know the full details because, as we all know in Hollywood, it's all yeah. bullshit anyway. It's either something to do with their their two Disney's vision of the film and her vision of the film are two totally separate things. Okay. Yeah, or she's asking more money. Or, or yeah, maybe, maybe that's like, what something to do with like yeah. she was like, "No, nah, I'm going to do Wonder Woman three first and Disney's like, "Ah, uh, we're, we're on the clock here." Mm. Mickey Mouse just comes out. I don't think you heard us. (laughs) (laughs) With a crowbar. (laughs) 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 I sure am cranky, Pluto. (laughs) (laughs) He starts by smashing the headlights of a car and then... So, um, well, then in that case, all I can look forward to is Taika Waititi actually does one. But there is supposed to be another trilogy, from what I understood. Of films? Yeah. Oh, please, no. <laughs> episode, oh, I don't know if it's a Skywalker three, thing. Two and negative one. Uh, I don't think it's a Skywalker one. I think it was supposed to be. Well, they're, they're filming The Acolyte as well at the moment, which is the other TV show, which is the Old Republic stuff. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Like, like set before Yoda was born, sort of stuff. And before Yoda was born. Yeah, more like thousands of years. I think it's meant to be like like original Sith. 
okay. Before they started murdering each other to create the rule of two, to be like, ah, there's only two people using the dark side at any one time, much stronger than them there, Jedi. <laughs> Murder. Sith Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get the Palpatine spin-off. Oh god. Oh no, no, no. We've had enough of him. Yeah. Where did he have the time to have sex during the prequels? <laughs> I don't know if you're aware, Scott, but he is the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> Drop your pads. <laughs> Good. Palpatine had a penchant for hookers, okay. <laughs> I'd watch that like the office style comedy about Palpatine's like in a circle. Like in Parks and Rex, how it just focuses on one department. <laughs> he's not he's not in it at all, but it's like no. everyone answering to him. <laughs> he could be like the character that's always off screen, like Maris and Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh. And much like the book of Boba Fett, we stopped talking about Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, we're, we're anticipating where it goes from here, I guess. It's still mm. yeah. I look but, forward uh, to the next installment. <laughs> Chewbacca too. How do we all feel about him? Oh, Black Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah. Black, uh, Black right. Kuristan or something? Black Kuristan? Yeah. Yeah. I just kept calling him Black Chewbacca. Yeah, he was all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chewy 2. Chewy 2 electric boogaloo. That's him. <laughs> it's... um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it was one of those ones where, yeah, I mean, Chewbacca takes his fellow characters to give him his character, so it's sort of yeah. hard to pick that one. He, he didn't a, really get to react had, to a lot of stuff. But he had space brass knucks. It was fantastic. And he, was a, he was a Wookiee without a heart. He, yeah. he was missing Ooh. his Han Solo. <laughs> was, yeah, he was bitter. Yeah. <laughs> He's maybe um, the alternate version of Chewbacca where Greedo shot first <laughs> and killed Han Solo. <laughs> Came real savage and bitter. Yeah. <laughs> Has a drinking problem. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Bob Mandalorian. Bob Mandalorian, yeah. Bob Mandalorian. Like I said, I liked it, but yeah, it, it didn't have the like of Mando. Yeah, it, it shows that they're better off probably taking Star Wars into new stories more than revisiting old ones. Yeah, mm. definitely. Focus on some new characters. Exactly right. Which is fine. Mm. It's the, the, we always talk about the strength of Star Wars isn't your Skywalkers and stuff, it's the world. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot of places we could go. Cool. Thank you for listening to this episode of Poppy Ultra. I've been Scott. I'm still Jason. And I'm still Monica. Pop Culture is produced by and recorded by Jason Eddy, Monica Porto, and Scott Souter. The clip for this week's show was the trailer for the book of Boba Fett, and the song at the end was the main theme from the book of Boba Fett. 
if you're enjoying the show, please, I invite you to jump on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, or leave a review wherever you find your podcasts. And follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And we would love to hear from you guys if you're enjoying our show or if you want us to talk about a particular movie or series or topic, let us know. Thanks so much, and we'll catch you next time on Pop Culture. Oh, oh, oh.